0: It's just us. It's just us, you know? That's all. It's just us. <laughs> Mrs. Black I don't know if I'm supposed to clap for about that or not. Mrs. Black is uh she took the kids, she went down south. <laughs> um no, she took them, she took she took the yeah, she took the kids, she went down. She went down, down, she went visit her peoples. She's supposed to be back, but I don't know when, so it'll she'll be back. She left me. Nah, she ain't leave me, yo. She left me, but she's coming back. Um look guys. We're going to um we gonna have a show tonight. We're gonna to have a show tonight. So we're gonna have a show tonight. We're going old school tonight. Okay, we're going old school tonight. Before I forget. Okay, this is not a sponsor. Okay. They're not a sponsor, but I happen to like uh so let me let me see if I can paste this. There we go. Let me paste this in. Let me see, let me, let me put it up here. Let me pin it. Okay. So this is not a sponsor, meaning they ain't give me no damn money or nothing. But I got like the name intrigued me, right? And I'm just like, okay, canned water, in an actual can. That's, it's kind of different. So then, I got some, picked some up from the supermarket. I was like, man, I like this stuff. I'm like, wow, okay. And it, it messes with your brain because it makes you think you're drinking something, you know, like a beer or something, but you're not. You're drinking. It's just water. This particular one is a severed lime. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's a sparkling water. That's all it is. But your brain's thinking, you're about to get nice. <laughs> but it's just water, dog. Mm. Now, so I looked him up and I found out I could become an affiliate. So let's say you want to support the show. But you're like, Tim, man, I don't got no paper for that. But if you want to try this water and you want to get it through my link, that will support the show. And whether you do it or not, I'm still going to drink it tonight because I want to drink it tonight. (laughs) It's called Liquid Death, and I like it. They got another one too called Mountain Water. It's not carbonated or nothing. It's not sparkling. But it's really, it's a real thirst (laughs) cruncher. And I know that sounds phony, but I'm serious, it is. So folks, Today is the Tim Black show. we going back, man. We're going back. This is basically Tim Black show when I don't have the missus with me, Mrs. Black not in the house. So I really feel like yo, we just we just doing old school, you know what I'm saying? This is old school feeling. I'm feeling I'm feeling real loose. And uh I'm gonna be able to go there. I'm gonna be able to go there, go there, you know what I'm saying? And I haven't been able to go there, go there in a while. Your boy, Tim Black, man, I, I've been under wraps, you know? Mrs. Black got a swear jar for me. You know? So, she not here. And neither is a swear jar, dawg. That means I get to say whatever I want to say about whatever I want to say. I feel like Corey Holcomb. Fifty-one, fifty goons in the house. So, fam, check this out. We're about to get into it. The title of today's show is perfect, and I ought to know because I came up with it. It's called "Dear Sellouts." Cornell Russell still running. See, I know they thought he wasn't going to run because they started saying something. Yeah, you know, you know how important Kyle and Crystal are. You know how important they are. And David Packman, those those guys, and David Dole, too. they they're all, first of all, they're all white. And you know, since they're all white guys and a white woman, and all of them are millionaires, <laughs> they're the one percent, man. They probably have more money than Dr. West. Someone just said he'd probably owe less, though, in taxes. That's cold-hearted, man. But, yeah, man, um, Dr. West is running, even though he got that great advice from Crystal and Kyle and David, both Davids, not to run. He's still doing it, man. For some reason, he won't listen to them. Bummer, right? Yeah, man, I'm sure he considered it, for about half a second, a millisecond, a nanosecond, bang, bang, bam, bam, that was it. He told me to tell you he feels really sorry he couldn't accommodate you and your wishes Um, to help you support Jim Crow Joe. He really wished he could. Now, you know I haven't talked to him about that. I'm just being, I'm just joking when I say I talked to Dr. West about this. I didn't. If I talked to Dr. West, he would tell me to be nice and be be congenial, be respectful. So I couldn't tell him nothing about this. (laughs) Because I'm not going to be respectful tonight. Tonight, we're not going to do respect. Tonight, we're not going to do a smile. And my brother and my friend and my dear, dear brother, we're not going to do that tonight. I am not ordained minister. I'm just Tim Black. So like the title says, dear sellouts, Cornel West is still running for president. Yeah. Crystal, I know you wanted him not to. Because you want to go to the greatest parties at the Hamptons or something. Like Tip Black, I brought you on. I brought you on a show. That was a long time ago. And that's got nothing to do with this. This is business. I want to know, baby. I want to know. Kyle Kalinske, you colored your hair and then you colored, colored your politics. I said you changed your hair and then you changed your politics. What's going on, man? Get the N-word get a drink? i seen the tweets, Kyle. But I'm not going to focus on that because that would be a cheap shot. Yeah, Kyle got some tweets floating around where he was using the N-word all the time. Upstate New York, tough guy. Upstate New York, tough guy. He from the streets, Joe. Kyle from the streets. So check this out, man. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about the sellouts. And uh, we're going (laughs) to... I have a confession to make, guys. I have a confession to make. Sometimes... I give people too much credit. Yeah, I know you're shocked, right? Sometimes I trust people way too much than I should. I've done that so many times, I've trusted people when I, I should not have trusted them. And then it comes back and it bites me in the ass. And then they do about four videos a piece <laughs> telling the world how horrible I am, leaving out everything that they've done. But, yeah, I, I never thought that. Now, David Pacman, that's the one. I, I knew that. Like, no one expects David to stand up for anything. I saw the interview with him and Vivek Ramaswamy, and I could have swore he was offering to be, like, his spokesperson or something, or campaign something. I don't know. That's what it sounded like. They seem like they get along really well because they're both disingenuous and fake and phony and backstabbers. Just the type of people Joe Rogan loves to bring on his show. <laughs> hey, Joe, you need to get some new people. Right here, right here, Joe. Right here. Everybody he brings on from the so-called left are all sellouts. Was that intentional? Damn, Joe. Bruh. If you go going to follow me on Twitter, the least you could do is answer my DMs. That's okay, I'll write 10 more of them. Don't worry about it. Check this out. This is how it goes, guys. I have this problem where I, I don't. I was raised a certain way, and that way is that I love people, man. Yeah, how many people how many people know I was raised as Jehovah's Witness? I'm ruined for life. That's what it did for me. It ruined me for life, guys, because I give people the benefit of the doubt when I shouldn't. I trust people more than I should. Like I never would have I never would have expected. See, when I when I watched Breaking Points or before was the rising with Kyle and Saga, I thought Saga was the conservative. See what I'm saying? I thought Saga was. I guess it was all because Marianne went, she went on there, um, she invited them to the wedding. I guess that's what did it. But yeah, I never would have expected that from Crystal and, and Kyle. I mean, I've seen tweets. Kyle literally said he would never vote for Biden. And now, is he not only voting for Biden, he's chastising somebody running against him who's not even a Democrat. It's the craziest thing in the world. Six months ago, these people said they would never vote for Biden. And now they're not only voting for him, they're running interference for him. They're calling other people's idiots for not voting for him. What the hell's happening? These people make Jimmy Dore sound like Cornel West. Where'd that come from? I said to Mrs. Black, like, wow. I wonder if people looked at me like they look at Kyle and Crystal. All because I supported Nina Turner. I didn't know we stopped supporting her. So I kept supporting her when everybody else stopped supporting her. It's sort of like that gag, I think it's from Bill Murray, um, Stripes, where they say, we're looking for a volunteer and it'd be every, all the guys were lined up in a single file line going across, horizontal, and they say, we need a volunteer. And everybody else stepped back, and he was still the same guy. He was standing there, so it looked like he stepped forward, but he didn't. They were like, great, a volunteer. That's what kind of happened with me and Nina Turner. See, I didn't know everybody else was stepping back. I thought we we support. Didn't we just like? I thought we liked her. I'm always the last to know. No one called me up and told me, Tim, we no longer support her. If you're a sellout if you support her. I didn't know because we've been you know all supporting her for years. It was something like when 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 the black woman ran, then everybody said no. But when she was supporting Bernie, it was like, yeah, my woman, yeah, we love you. We love you, Nina. We love Then when she ran, it was like, no. She's gonna f- she's gonna sell us out. And I was kind of confused because I don't know what changed because in 2016 and 2020 she was our friend, and then, so I said, "Wow." But like I said, you know, I'm I'm too trusting that way. So I was wondering, I said, "Mrs. Black, do you think people look at me the way they look at Kyle and Crystal and David Dole Not David Pakman, because they should already know. David Pakman's the guy that you know that you knew who he was." He tries to sleep with your your lady, but you know he's you know he's gonna do that. When he hits on her, you you and your lady look at each other and laugh, because you know that's what he's gonna do. Um, so it's no surprise. In fact, if he didn't try to hit on your lady, you'd be like, "Baby, you must be letting yourself go. What's going on?" Be kind of offended because we know how he is. But yeah, um. I just didn't know, so like I said, I'm too trusting. Keep making these mistakes, yo. Bernie Sanders is a sellout now. I don't wanna hear people telling me, no, no, Tim. No, Tim, you're being too harsh. Yes, I'm being harsh. He decided, look, Bernie Sanders, they're still blaming Bernie Sanders for Hillary Clinton losing in 2016. They still blame Bernie and 2020. They blame him for both times. <laughs> no, she didn't run to him. That was that was Biden. Okay, they still bring. They still blame Bernie for 2016. They were gonna blame Bernie for 2020, but they got that done quick, didn't they? They said we learned our lesson with you. Obama coordinated that thing. So here's the thing, guys. Bernie Sanders is a sellout, and I still got a soft spot for him because he introduced me to Medicare for All. I never would have cared. Look, guys, if it wasn't for Bernie running and talking about giving everybody health care and kids going, and young people and old people being able to go to local colleges and, like, that whole idea, I, 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 I didn't pay attention to politics like that. I was paying attention to black people getting shot in the streets. I was paying attention to small businesses and loans and being from D.C., knowing how me and Marion Burry gave business loans and business um, contracts, government contracts to black small businesses. So I was on that type of tip. I never believed in politicians until that guy started running Bernie Sanders. So I say this not because I'm happy about it at all, but Bernie Sanders, when they when they – Gave him the shaft when they sold him out, when they backstabbed him, when they set him up and they backstabbed him. When they did all those things to him, and he, now he's the guy coming out telling you, if you don't vote for Biden, you ain't progressive. And I I, I, I can't say, I can't count. I'm not going to camouflage it. I'm not going to come up with nice ways to put that because that's what it is. And it's, it's a heartbreaker because... It doesn't make sense. It's like somebody, if somebody lays hands on your girlfriend, man. Ladies, you ever had a friend who was getting beat up by a boyfriend, and that's unfortunate, or a husband, and she leaves them, and then she goes back. And you're like, and you know they got it's got to run its course. Like you want to support them, you're to you know be there for them, you know you don't want to judge them, but it's disappointing. It's a heartbreaker, you know. Stop going back to that guy. That's Bernie Sanders going back to the Democrats. Come on, man. Joe Biden talks with his fist. Obama don't love you. He's using you. He drives your car when you leave and go to work. He picks up other other donors. And he picks up donors and lobbyists in it. Bernie, what's wrong with you? Bernie was way too quick to endorse Biden. He didn't even make Biden work for it. And I also feel like it was a little bit of arrogance in Biden. I mean, in Bernie. Bernie getting a little arrogant because Bernie, he jumped out there and endorsed this Jim Crow Joe. Him and AOC, they jump out and they endorse Jim Crow Joe. Don't even give Murray, Murray A. Williamson even a blink and look. They ignore RFK Jr., and he's gone, Biden. disrespectful. And it was a calculated move, too. Bernie knew what he was doing. He figured if he endorsed Biden quick, progressives would just fall in line because, now he knew that wasn't gonna happen, right? He knew that. Wasn't it Bernie who told us, if I ever tell you who to vote for, don't listen to me? (laughs) Wasn't that Bernie who said, if I ever tell you who to vote for, Don't listen to me. Well Bernie, I'm not listening to you. You know what the biggest holes in Bernie's argument are? Cause I heard them all. The biggest holes in Bernie's argument for why we should support Biden is that, all that shit that Bernie ran on, none of it got implemented. And, and, they've had many years to do so. They had time to chop it up. They had time to look it over. They had time to consider it. So, yeah, it's still let down. To this day, they're still scapegoating poor Bernie Sanders for Hillary's loss. Even though he campaigned more than Hillary did when she lost to Obama. But see, somehow Obama was able to make up the deficit because Obama is actually good at politicking. Hillary, not so much. Oh, God, the good old days. With the bad guys and the good guys were very distinctly different. You could see them, and you knew who they were. I never thought I would consider Kyle more of a sellout than TYT. Come on, man. Kyle, man, Kyle, man something's, something's wrong. I noticed that the Democrats, the whole party, and all these people that are spokesmodels and defenders of the Democratic Party, Biden supporters. And you know what? I don't even know if we can call them Biden supporters, but by default, that's who they're supporting. If you support the Democratic Party without questioning, you're supporting Biden. And your guy. Own it. Lean in. Own it. Strom Strom Thurmond's buddy, that's who you're supporting. The guy who lied and said he marched for civil rights when he didn't. That's the guy, that's your guy. You know, there's something I don't think people realize when they're talking about spoilers and they're talking about, oh my God, Dr. West is running. He's gonna get a vote. He's gonna get a he's gonna get the election to, to Trump. And I, wanna, I want you guys to realize this. This is I want to say it now. And it's I didn't hear it anywhere. I came up with this. They fail to realize there are people that get so pissed that they don't vote for the democratic winner like there are people that get upset they get pissed when their person loses so badly that they don't go vote for Trump they just don't vote and there's some people that are so pissed they don't vote and they never even consider voting for a democrat and there's some people that will vote who are who are supportive of the green party who will vote for the green party nominee no matter who it is But when they had these conversations about spoilers and they slap labels on people like Dr. West, they omit the whole logical reason behind why a person runs this third party. Because they don't believe in your platform and they don't believe in your policies and they don't believe in you. And you forget the whole point of having a democracy is that people get to choose to vote for the other guy if they want to and that's why it's called a democracy. And if we lose that right for people to piss you off and vote the other guy, then we no longer have anything even close, close, and I do mean close to a democracy. You know how I know sometimes voters get so pissed off that they don't go vote for the winner of the Democratic primary? I know because that's what happened in 2008 when Hillary Clinton lost 25% 25% of the people that voted for Hillary when they voted for John McCain, they didn't say, oh, I'ma go ahead and vote for Obama. 25%. No one talks about it. I don't hear David Axelrod talk about it. John Meacham don't talk about it. No one discusses it. 25% of Hillary supporters went and voted the other side. No one calls him a sellout. But see, it didn't matter because Obama was a good politician, so Obama made up the difference, and he never even missed the votes. We only know because we could count. Only about, God, did, did how many Trump I mean, how many Bernie supporters went and voted for Trump? I don't know what it was but I can tell you only one out of 10 Trump supporters were Bernie supporters, so that's one out of 10. Now, I'm thinking, I'm doing math here now. I went to a public school, so we didn't have charters when I was coming up, so I'm trying to think. 25% versus 10%. Oh, that would mean the Hillary, the Hillary people, It was, you know, nothing's fair. Nothing's fair, guys. We can't look for fairness. We can't even expect it. Don't even think about any fairness. You done bumped your head. What's wrong with you living in the the clouds? We need you to live in reality. Isn't that what Crystal and, and, and Kyle said? Live in reality. Wake up and smell the coffee. What was that disrespectful thing that Kyle said? What did he say to Dr. West? What did he say to that brother? What did he say to our guy, Dr. West? Our good brother West, what did he say? He said, Hey, I would wish Dr. West would come here. I wish he would come here. He would come here. And I would ask him, what are you doing? What are you doing? What your punk ass is scared to do. Man up, boy. What are you doing? Can you believe this mental midget? A mental midget talked down to a professor. One of the most, one of, to about one of the most effective, widely read, respected philosophers of his time. Dr. Cornel West is like our James Baldwin. And this mental midget, this sellout, this fake political consultant in his bedroom. I've been, I've done panels with Kyle. The paint was more interesting. He didn't even had the guts to even call out Tommy Lauren. He was sitting there like, well, I might be able to go on a show one day, Tim. I don't know if I could say anything about how racist she was. Gosh, Tim, I don't know if you should have said that. And uh, the butt kissers. This guy said, talking to Dr. West, he he did a video. Gosh. He did a video and he said, Dr. West, what are you doing? That's almost as bad as David Pakman's video where David Pakman was like, He's not a real serious candidate. I mean, I'm not going to listen to him. I'm. This is the last time I'm going to talk about him because he's not really an important candidate because he's not, like, really important. First of all, he's not white like me from Argentina. And, like, I just don't know what I'll do. I am William Shatner's illegitimate love child bastard, and I don't know how I could be less condescending My face is so punchable. I don't know. Maybe Phil Hartman and I could get together again and again and and again and again. These people took your money and your viewership and spent it on Biden. And I'm not good enough for the progressive movement? That's right, I'm too black for the progressive movement. I'm not worthy? And you got sellouts who you have been riding, you have been giving them a lap dance for the last two years while I was gone? But I'm not good enough? Huh? I don't work well with others cause most of those others are sellouts, dope. They sellouts, they anti-black, anti-progressive, and a bunch of lying grifters. Now you may not like me, but I never stole from you and I never grifted from you. And my philosophy's never changed. I got one goal, give black people something for their vote. You may not like it. It may not be revolutionary enough for you, It may not get me a recruitment center with a bunch of clan members who wanna give me their robes for a photo op, but I stand on it, 10 toes down. But see the thing is guys, people decide. People should be able to decide who they wanna vote for. I don't have a problem with someone saying they wanna vote for Joe Biden. My thing is be consistent, say the same way. Why'd you change that sellout shit? That's why I'm not that upset with David Pakman other than he is really annoying. (laughs) It's really annoying. But he is consistent. So this thing, progressivism, I don't know if it exists. The labels mean nothing. Labels mean nothing. Judge a man by his works. Judge a human being by their works. Because that's all you got to go on. Cornel West is facing opposition from people who six months ago said, we love Cornel West. (laughs) These same people would have been championing for him. And all I want to know, guys, is what changed? What happened? I can't help but think if Michael Brooks was still here, things would be a lot different. I never met Michael Brooks, man, but we you know we chatting in DMs and I'm never going to forget the guy because I can't. Our birthdays are on the same day. That's something you go, I'm always going to remember. You know, earlier guys, I was doing a video, I put out a video about Vivek Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy always got to go back in my head and say, oh, fake Vivek. That's it. Snake Vivek. There you go. And um, while I was going through that video, I was doing some research on Ayanna Pressley because I was responding, you know, I was looking at, so you know the story, Vivek, he made this comment about Ayanna Pressley being the, the modern KKK because he believes, he believes Conservatives got it way worse than black people. Wait till he finds out they're black conservatives too. Uh-oh. <laughs> he might lose his mind. Or sell it, because, you know, he's a sellout too. But anyway, he said that Ayanna Presley was the modern KKK. I wanted to remind him that there's still a KKK and they want their title to stay the same. It's sort of like the weird delusional white folks who think racism is a black Barbie, or a black mermaid. That's racism to them. Man, if that's all it was. I'd have way better credit score, and live probably in a much better neighborhood. Hell, I might even be as popular as insert name of sellout commentator. Maybe one day I'll be as good as those guys. <laughs> so anyway, doing my investigation of Yana Presley, I ran across this thing, because he said, Oh, Yana Presley. She made a comment. And her comment was Black faces. No, we don't have we don't have any more room for brown faces not to raise brown voices. And we don't have any more room for black faces that don't support black faces or black voices. So then I did some research on that because I wanted to find out where that statement came from and what was the context of that statement. And it turns out Ayana Presley did make that statement. She did say, we don't have any more room for brown faces who don't support brown voices. We don't have any more room for black faces who don't support black voices. Turns out, she was talking to the Congressional Black Caucus. Yeah, see, this was 2019, and she's a freshman congressperson. She just got in the office, and she looked at what the Congressional Black Caucus was doing, and she was at an event and she said, all you sellouts in the Congressional Black Caucus can kiss my black ass. All you sellouts in the Congressional Black Caucus, if you ain't standing up for black people, if you ain't standing up for brown people, we don't got room for you. I don't wanna just sit at the table. I ain't come in and just get a seat at the table. I wanna change the table. I want the table to change. And what she was saying was she didn't just want to come in and get a check and get famous and get full off of, the, off of the position of being in Congress. She wanted to actually do something to fight for equality for black people and brown people. That's what she was saying. And I started thinking, man, wow, guys. Those were the days. <sighs> Now, I was thinking about what Dr. Cornell West said when he said, people go to Washington and the Democratic Party has a way of destroying people. Has a way of co-opting it. Has a way of changing who you are. Thought about it, man. It's like, dang, you know? Ayanna Presley was fighting. Those are fighting words. She said that in front of them. She said it at an event with Democrats around. It's in the Washington Post. The toughest thing I heard King Jeffries say was he was calling Trump a grand wizard. But he wasn't talking about a Congressional Black Caucus. He wasn't talking about himself. He wasn't talking about people in his own party. See, boldness and courage come from having the guts to call out people that you agree with or people that are on your side or people from your team. That's what courage is. Courage is not calling out the other guy across the hall. Anyone could do that. You know, it also got me thinking, folks. I said it got me thinking that we, maybe, maybe, maybe we let Ayanna down because at one point, she was riding hard if she said that. Or at least she appeared to be riding hard. I mean, there's no award to win calling out Democrats at a Democratic event. (laughs) It's probably not the best career advice. I don't know. But see, once once again, like I said, I'm a person who trusts too much. I have that problem. But I don't know. That's what I researched. That's what I came back with. I'm like, wow. Maybe just being one of a very few, a handful of people that are, you know, fighting a good fight or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know what the rule is. What's the number of people that are actually fighting a good fight in Congress now? I don't know. Have we decided on the number that's acceptable to the dominant society yet? Cause I want to make sure I'm on the right side of this. I don't want to still think somebody is actually fighting for people and they're not being then I get labeled a sellout because I didn't get the memo, cause you didn't send one. So once again, we gotta share information and tell each other when people are no longer fighting a good fight. because we all know all everybody watching this show is doing so much to fight the good fight in their own way, right? 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 (laughs) DC erodes fighters. I said DC erodes fighters' will to fight. now talks about this. Dr. West talks about this. You know what I saw, guys, that was crazy? I saw Big George Foreman on Netflix. Big George Foreman won the title, stopped boxing for 10 years, and came back and won that shit again. Look, I knew he'd done that. I knew he did it because I lived through it. But I didn't realize how crazy it was what he did. This guy was 300 and something pounds, 320. He was like, I need to fight again. I got to get into the fighting weight. So he lost like 80 pounds, and he was still fat. but he won and the reason why he did it is because he had no choice because the guy who was investing his money took it (laughs) so he was broke and he had to do something and the only thing he said he knew how to do was preach and fight so the point is when you ain't got no choice you'll be amazed at what you can do When you ain't got a choice, you would be amazed at what you can do. Yeah, man. DC or Rose Fighters. Crystal Ball and Kyle Kalinske. David Duell. I know I'm leaving people out. There's something going on, man. There's a reason why they feel the way they do. And I for one my letter had a conversation to understand what drove them to this. When you start making excuses for the Democratic Party, something wrong. Imagine lying to your audience for years. And when it finally comes down to it, where we're. When we're able to get somebody to run for the Green Party who has the name recognition going in the door where they can get a certain amount of votes and you keep saying we want ranked choice voting. How the hell do you think we're going to get ranked choice voting And we don't force the Democrats to make them give us ranked choice voting? How the hell is that supposed to happen? Are they just supposed to give us that? Kyle, Crystal, they're just supposed to give us ranked choice voting? David, they're just supposed to give us ranked choice voting? Insert name of person with those same talking points. How is it supposed to be accomplished? Do you care at all? Do you care at all? Someone said, "Tim Black, man, you are you getting off the? You're going off the deep end." No, I'm thinking you don't go off the deep end enough, baby. If you don't realize what we're up against. Don't you want your kids to have more choices than you've had? Like my parents, my my mom has never voted. My dad passed away during COVID. We couldn't even have a fucking funeral. Just little things I've been going through, you know? That no one gave a shit about. I think it contributed to my anger, you know? I think it contributed to my anger. That's not an excuse to take it out on other people, but yeah, I didn't think it was gonna bother me like it did, you know? But it did. Yeah, my dad died. My dad died because of... um. He caught something at the job he had, right? But it was so hard to get health care that the company, instead of us being able to sue the company, they took care of medical expenses, but then we couldn't sue them. Because we don't have health care. You know, he didn't have health care and then he had a condition. Well, he did have health care, but it was through them. The point is this. Medicare for all is a big deal. And the point is. I love you, Dad. <laughs> Imagine telling your audience for years that you're a progressive and you believe in these things, and then you get a guy, that's it, you get somebody like Cornell West Running who has the ability to put the Party on the map and give us some options and you're on the wrong side of that. Why? You already got money. You know, one of the running things that they say in the black community is that black people are so compromised because they don't have money that they're willing to do anything for money because they're so broke. And that's part of being disenfranchised. So it's really jacked up. It's really, it's like a smear. Right, they say black people don't have, you know, they'll sell out because they, they're they're such a, such a vulnerable position. But I've learned that there are people that have money, and they'll still sell out because they want more money. They want money and opportunity and access, prestige. I could give a shit about any of that. If another person talks down to me because like like I don't understand Biden versus Trump. I get it. You don't want Trump. I don't want either one of them. But see, I don't control the system, but I don't know I don't want either one of those candidates and what I'm not going to do is be a party to putting either one of them in office. I'm not going to do it. You can do that if you want to, but I'm not going to assist either one of them. Biden has lost 20 points since 2020, the number, I was looking at the statistics of the number of Gen Z, what is it, Gen Z, yeah, Gen Z, the number of Gen Z's that support them is like four or five, like they said they, they're highly, they, they, they're happy about Biden, like they have favorable, it was like five percent, and that was used to be like 60 or something. 60, it was a high number. How you lose that many points? Oh, that's right. Be a lying scumbag. That's what it was. Say you're going to do things and not do them. Yeah, in order for somebody to go from, in order for a group to go from, I don't know, 60% support to five, you Up. But nah, I guess it's the Russians. They are Russians. And I want you to know, guys, some of the, the very low polling numbers that Bernie Sanders, I'm sorry, the very low poll numbers that Biden has, he had them before Cornel West announced. I don't know what these people are smoking, but they need to put down the crack pipe. we down the crack pipe, my brother. We're down the crack pipe. You might need to pick up the crack pipe the way these people are talking. Get your head right. Just joking, don't do drugs. Biden has lost 15, 20 points since 2020. Democrats are begging Biden to voters to offer voters something. I was watching this on the MSNBC. It's this guy it's this guy on MSNBC. I can't remember this guy's name. He comes up, he comes up really early. His show is called Way Too Early. Someone knows who he is. He had a segment, they were like, buddy, please offer people something. Buddy, offer them something. Saying you're gonna stop Trump, is not gonna work. Buddy, please offer them something. Please, you old stupid fool. Offer him something. I got a mortgage, you dumb old bastard. Offer him something. Jesus. You see now. You see now. See now. Paper fish, You zombie. Offer people something. I got, I got a $1,500 card note, you bastard. Offer him something. I'm going lose my shit show. No one watches now. It's on way too early. God, if I could only be like such a certain name of other commentator, I'd actually be doing well. Wish I was much more, much more interesting. Gosh. All these great commentators that I'm in the lane with, I I don't know how I'm able to compete. They're all so creative. They got such unique deliveries. So interesting and charismatic. So talented. You know, all this time, all this time, these people been acting like they're political analyst. Like I was give if I would tell the Bernie campaign that what they should do is, here's what I would tell them. I would tell them they need to do this thing that I suggest they do. I've never coached a little league football team, but I'm gonna instruct how he should go about doing things because I am white man. Fast forward a couple years later, I am sellout man. Bernie's the only pure, he's the only real progressive. Did you see that shit? Bernie's the only real progressive, a real progressive. Like Dr. West is not a real progressive. You scumbag, boy, boy. I don't want to wish bad things on you, but if they happened, wouldn't feel bad about it. (laughs) Democrats love black voters as long as black voters do what they want black voters to do. I said Democrats love black voters as long as black voters do what Democrats want black voters to do. Listen here, boy. I need you to go on over there. I need you to I need you to go ahead, boy. I'm a Dixocrat, boy. That Dixiecrats are coming out of them, don't it? Tom Hartman's Dixiecrats are coming out his ass. I'm tired of talking to you now. Come on now, now listen, listen. All right, come on. I know there's racism. It's white privilege to not vote for a sellout like Biden. That Dixiecrats are coming out his ass, didn't it? It's white privilege. No, you no, know it's white privilege. Lying to black people as if Biden is a savior for anything. That's white privilege. It's white privilege not to vote for Biden. Poor blacks, they're so, they're so pathetic. We got to do it for them. Think about the blacks and my mortgage, <laughs> my, my baseball card collection, and all my fine paintings of trees, and my rock collection. You know, I'm up here being bogus, man. I don't know nothing about uh, Tom Hartman. Probably gangster. Don't let the doctors fool you. (sighs) Somebody looks like Farm Marshal Bill with some hair coloring. Hey, did you guys notice no one's talking about Kamala taking Biden's place? What happened to that annoying guy on Twitter? He used to always cape for Kamala. What happened to this guy? Too raw. Too stupid. Whatever happened to that guy? I'm too raw. Kamala's so bad, her boss is 80. When he got out of office, he'll be 86. And no one's thinking, hey, maybe Kamala should run. And you know what's even worse? It's her supporters aren't even saying it. Even if supporters know that she sucks, they're like, what else she got? Because they know they don't want to put the country in the hands of Kamala Harris. Come on, man. She'll get up there and debate and be like, listen here, Trump. First things first. When a spider is crawling around, we have to all know that the spider has legs and that those legs can all reach around the earth and we can all believe in something bigger than ourselves. And if we ourselves are thinking about bigger things, then we would all be bigger thinkers. And that's what it's going to take for us to play baseball on the moon. And all you can do is sit there and go, What? Lady. Get the first husband in here, please. Maybe he can run it. Shit. Yeah, no one's thinking about Kamana taking Joe's place. Nobody's thinking that. (laughs) Black women ain't even thinking it. They're like, you think I should do it? You think I should do it, girl? Oh, look at the time. Oh, shit. Oh, Ooh, I got places to go. Ooh, baby, I got to go. I'll see you later, girl. Well, you didn't answer me. You think I should run? You think Joe should step aside and I should run? Hey, oh, gosh. Girl, I got to take this. Hold on. This heifer is actually asking me should she run. But the Democrats love black voters as long as black voters do what the Democrats want black voters to do. We fought for your vote. We fought for your voting rights for you. Now get out there and do what we told you to do and vote for who we said you better vote for, or those voting rights are going away quick as hell. We didn't stick dogs on you. What did what Trump's, what was it, Biden? Biden said, what did he say to black people? You don't vote for me, you ain't black. That wasn't the first racist, disgusting thing he said, though. Now nah, he said something like, Trump's going to put y'all back in chains. Hey, Trump's going to put you back in chains, man. That's what he's going to do. It's going to put your wives your, your in the beds with white guys. That's what he's going to do to take kids off. That's what it's going to do. I hate to see that happen to you. hate to see it. It's going to cut your foot off, Toby. That's what's going to happen. going to sell your whole family off. All you got to do is vote for me. Because I love you. As long as my grandkids don't live in no jungle, we okay. I blame James Clyburn. The most progressive progressive there's ever been progressive in it's the progressive, excessive, decessive, recessive, progressive. Always upset and angry like he, like somebody owe him money. I'm the most progressive, progressive, aggressive, decessive, most progressive, aggressive, decessive, recessive, possessive. I'm the most aggressive. Jesus Christ, I asked you, did you want sugar for your coffee? I'm the most progressive, progressive. Jim Clyburn hasn't done anything for Black people since 1942, but he's done Black he's done things to Black people like sell us out. So look, guys, all I'm trying to tell you is that Dr. Cornell West is still running, and if you are sellout and you don't want him to, so what? He's still running. He's still. Run it. And the reason why, let me be serious for a second, guys. Let me be very serious. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity to give our kids a shot. A shot at having a government that resembles something like a country that wants you to have choices. That's why this is so important. We hope that all, and I hope that all of you consider how important this is. I joked a lot tonight. I got angry a little bit. Got loud. I pushed some people. Figuratively speaking, I not want anybody to take me serious. This is an opportunity. I got to imagine that running for president is not what was on the agenda for Dr. West, but I'm glad he put it into his schedule. So, the least we could do is support them. Go to CornellWest24.org. That's CornellWest24.org, and if you can support it, support it. Manu Saxena says. It's so absurd, more than a year out from the election, and they want everyone to fall in line without giving any concessions or even articulating what they'll do with another term. Shame, Dems. And you know what? When you don't have, when you do not have, people that have the backbone to make those types of demands, because what you're saying just makes sense. But if you don't have to offer people anything and they're gonna do it for nothing, then why would you offer them something, right? That's the way Biden looks at it. That's the way the DNC looks at it. If they don't have to offer us anything, they won't. And there are people that are so strategic that are political advisors like Kyle and David Dole and Crystal, because they know so much about politics. You might know about politics, but you don't know about negotiations. You don't know about real life if you don't know this shit. If they don't have to punch you in your face to take your money, they won't. Well, I'm going to tell you like this. If anybody takes my money, they got to punch me in the face or at least show me the gun. We got suckers, people just walking up. Hey, I got a mind gun. I'm going to shoot you with my mind if you don't give me your wallet, your ATM, and your pin code. Kyle's like, hey, man, here you go, man. Here you go. Here you go, man. Here you go. What could I do, Crystal? The guy had a mind gun. There's nothing I could do. He's gonna shoot me with his mind. I'd like to welcome our new member, Oliver Davis, to the to the uh, Wolfpack, to the Tim Black Show. Thank you, Oliver Davis. I appreciate you. Look, man, I don't have a problem with people having a different opinion. That's not the. the I want to be real, real clear, man. I don't have a problem with anybody having a different opinion. But it's just when you say, hey, I'm this way. And then when the time comes, you're like, psych. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I think they deserve a little bit of heat for that. They're still rich, right? But they deserve a little bit of heat for that. Hey, man, if you ever need me, I got your back. I'm your guy. Hey, man, I need you. Hello? Who are you? I'm the guy you just told. You always tell me if I ever needed you, you had my back. What do you mean, who am I? I'm your brother. You need to get off my my porch, man. I don't know you. What? (laughs) We've known each other for years. I'm calling the police right now, blackie. shit. So I'm saying, man, it's not that people have a different opinion. That's not what this is about. Everybody, anyone can have a different opinion. That's not what this is about. We could disagree. We could debate it, whatever, right? Everyone's not going to go with you. I get that, man. It's just that these people were a certain way. I thought they were, and they're not. So that deserves criticism. I'm not sitting up here cursing them out and even though you want me to, some of you. Some of you are like, come on, Tim, curse them out. Now I'm trying to be better, man. Can't be just throwing away, throwing around my MFs and stuff. But seriously, folks, it's this is not about us having a different political opinion. This is about people who hey guys I had Kyle on my show like seven years ago five years ago I've been on Crystal's show about three years ago. Several times like three or four times I never saw this coming David Doyle he's never did anything for me ever. But that's okay he talks a good game in DMs. Yeah, man, we should do something. Oh, fuck this guy. I'm in Canada. I don't get to listen to this Negro. <laughs> Screw this guy. I'm in Canada. I don't time for this. I don't even like Drake music. And David Packman's always been an ass. But I'm sure they're not the only people that feel the way they do. But the thing is, people that have stood up and said, I'm this type of person for years to the whole world, to the entire world. You know, it'd be like, what? So yeah, it's a problem. You know, it's it's a problem. It's like if I found out that, uh, I don't know, if I found out that Dave Chappelle stole jokes. You know, like he didn't write any of his jokes. They were all stolen from like Patrice O'Neill or something or Bill Burr. I find that Bill Burr stole all these jokes from, I don't know, George Carlin. I'd be pissed off because I'm, you know, seeing one way. And you believe in him. It's not, it's not that you worship them, just that, you know, It's disappointing. I wish no ill will. I'm just very disappointed. And F him. We got to move on without him. Let's move on without him. Let's move on without him. So we got people out here that are supportive. We got people out here that are still fighting a good fight. And I'm going to ask you to support this show and support those shows where people are still fighting a good fight. There must be something going around where it's much more advantageous not to. So those people that are still fighting a good fight need your support more than ever. Because that means either they have ethics, right? Or they're turning down something. Some shiny object or thing. You know what I'm saying? So that's it. 7, 841, okay. Well, guys, I've done an hour. I did pretty good. You did pretty good. Thank you for not booing. Thank you for not throwing stuff. I want to thank my moderators. They held it down tonight. I appreciate y'all. Remember, today's not a sponsor, but my affiliate, is liquid death. Buy somebody of liquid death stuff. Please use my link at the top. It should be it should be pinned at the top. I appreciate y'all. I really do. And uh, I want to thank everybody for being here tonight. Tell a friend or tell two friends about the show. Share it with somebody. Let them know. Tim Black is back and in a big way, mofos. I got never love for you. Shout out to everybody that supports us. Thank you to my Patreons who back up this show, who make this show possible, who never gave up on a brother, and to my new people, my new subscribers, and my new Patreons who for some reason see something in a brother. I appreciate y'all. I see you guys on the next one. Share the content, love somebody, and remember, like I always say, don't let nobody take your cornbread. And when they ask you why aren't you why aren't you running, why aren't you supporting Joe Biden, and tell them fools, it's a new day. Where you been? Peace. Tim's Black Table streams live on Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Tune in and tell a friend. Subscribe for more Tim Black News news for the people. It's a new day.